I wanna see pom-poms from the stands Come on, come on My fingertips and my lips They burn from the cigarettes what it is, hoes. We are on episode one of season two of What's the Cheese May with Jacqueline Aquino. I have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, dude? Hey, guys. So my name's Steven. Um, I've known Jackie like all my life since elementary school. I knew her when she had braces and she was a quiet little person. Oh, wait. We're going to title this episode. What would you like to title this episode? Um, Growing up. Grown up? Yeah. Okay, grown up. All right. So, yeah, I've known this guy. He's literally been in, like, a lot of my fucking classes. And remember in my first episode of season one, like, I told you I moved a lot. I moved back and forth, back and forth. And I was, like, in his class. And he'd be like, damn, this bitch is back again. Like, ugh. (laughs) And um, actually, we, like, reunited because I ended up going to this bar that he worked at. And I saw him, like, right when I walked in, I was like, he looks fucking familiar, dude. And, like, uh, what ended up happening is I ordered a beer, and he's like, can I see your ID? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah. And he looked at my ID, he was like, Jackie. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I still, like, I didn't know, because I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, I know you, and I didn't want it to be, like, weird, you know? So. And I was like, it's, it's Steven. <laughs> You're like. Oh shit! And I was just like, oh. But did you recognize me? Oh yeah, I like as soon as I saw you, I literally told the server. I was like, I was like, or I told the hostess. I was like, oh, give me this table, like. And then I told the person who had the section. I was like, I was like, let me take this table. I think I know this person. And then when I went up there and you ordered a drink, I was like, that's why I asked you for because I normally don't actually card. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a server anymore, so I don't give a, ca- a shit about it. But mm-hmm. um, I normally don't card. And then, like, for you, I was like, I was specifically asked you. And that's actually why I got your card first. And yeah. Then, and then I looked at your card. And I was like, oh, it is Jackie. But I was honestly, like, I was like, damn, like, do I not look 21? But I was really drunk. And then when he said, it's me, literally, my mind went, dum, dum, dum. And I was like, holy shit, this is my fucking friend from when I was, like, five years old. So from then on, dude, like, that's how, like, we, like, reconnected. We ended up going to Japan together with our mm. other two, our other yeah, our other two friends. Um, and yeah, this episode, I guess I really wanted to talk to you about like what's going on, and I feel like you're like the best person to talk about this because I feel like everybody. What we were talking about earlier is like we know what's going on, but nobody wants to talk about it. No one wants to do anything about it. Um, you know, 2020 has been crazy, and now it's 2021, and things are going to just continuously get crazy, but it's just important to, like, talk about it. So let's talk about this. Asian hate. Let's go. Bam. Man, so, I mean, I've experienced a lot of it recently. Um, I, I live with my girlfriend, and, and she's with me all the time, and we go out, and we do normal things, you know, go to the grocery store. Uh, I have work, so I have to travel a lot, actually, so I'm at the airport. Um, we go to the zoo, and, you know, we try to live our lives during this COVID-19 era period whatever you call it where everyone has like everyone has a heightened sense of anxiety and like doesn't know what time of day it is whenever right so you know we've experienced a lot we've experienced you know these microaggressions we've experienced racism towards us I mean in layman's terms it is racism and it it's been putting us in a in a mood like mommy has anxiety going out I have to look over my shoulder 
I don't know when the next time someone's gonna yell at me. I don't know when the next time someone's gonna try to bully me and intimidate me, right? Yeah. So it it there's definitely specific events. I mean, just just yesterday. So I was in the airport and I was just telling about yeah. telling you about this yesterday. Yeah. So I'm standing in line at Chick-fil-A. This is San Jose Airport. This is California, San Jose. This is like Filipino Central, right? Um, and we're I'm standing in line with for Chick-fil-A and you know it's everyone's six feet apart it's it's great like everyone's spacing apart and these two kids out of nowhere are just literally standing shoulder to shoulder to me mm-hmm. um like I can literally like if I move either one way or the other I would just knock them over correct uh they're probably high school kids and so I you know I don't want to make a big deal out of it so I move away and so I, I move like you know two or three feet to the left i don't want to make a de- big deal maybe they're just immature and they don't know what's going on mm-hmm. once i move away the two kids and the father just assume that i'm not in line anymore and then they just move forward yeah and, and you know it's not a big deal either so I, I go you know you know i i look to them i go hey you guys know i'm still in line they're like they're like, oh, yeah, we do. And I'm just like, okay, well, you guys are getting really, really close to me. And then the father in front of his sons go in a very loud, sarcastic voice so the entire airport can hear. He's like, I will absolutely move away from you. And then he continues to move like 12 feet away from me, like just like obnoxiously. Mm-hmm. So I put my earphones in and I don't want to deal with it because, you know, everyone's been telling my brother, my father, everyone tells me like, you know, don't deal with it. Like, you know, it's, it's you know, save your energy for the bigger fights. So I put my headphones in and I'm, just, I'm, I'm standing in line and they're still talking shit about me. But like, it feels like shit. You feel it in your throat and you feel like it's like a, a wave of fucking... I'm pissed off. Like, what did I fucking do wrong for you to fucking say that in that tone to me? You know what it is? It's, it's, you know what that feeling of shit is? It's, it's forewarning. Racism doesn't start with people shooting people and killing people. Racism starts when fathers teach their kids to be racist, to be bullies. That's the thing. Like, that's what people don't get. Like, people are posting now about and I, and and my heart goes out to these families that just lost lives and it's so bad because like that just put me in this terrible mood for the entire week but the thing is like it doesn't start there and mm-hmm. that's not when we start to fight and that's not when we start to raise our voices that's not when we start to vote that's not when we start to post that's not when we start to start a dialogue the way, the time that we need to start is when we start to see this microaggressions when people feel it's okay to be small and racist in a small way because that's when they start enabling other people to be racist and that's why i get so pissed off about it okay because it's it's i get so pissed off when small things happen is because i know that's going to influence that's going to allow other people to kill people yeah in layman's terms and 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 i feel really strongly about this and i've talked to my father i talked to my brother about it my brother's also an activist uh he deals with it in a much more diplomatic way i talked to my father and you know with with older asian people um they just you know they've been raised a certain way not to fight you know they tell us it's gonna get better correct they said that it's you know it's gonna go away you know the the i don't know if you remember this conversation that i had with my father um so i was talking to my father about the attacks on the elderly asian people Mm. and he's like he's he's like it's gonna get better and i was like let's let's and he's like it's gonna go away and Mm -hmm. i said let's be clear 
racism never was gone. Never. It's here. The violence might go away, but racism will still exist past our lifetime. I am confident of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then he said, like, no, but you can't keep fighting. And I was like, let's 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 figure this. Imagine that lady who got punched in the face. Imagine if that was my mom, mom, your wife. Yeah. The longest silence I have ever heard from my father. The it was literally two minutes of just complete silence. Mm-hmm. And I heard him take a deep breath. And he said, yeah. And that's it. Because he knew at that point, he felt the pain. He felt the reality of it. And but then after that, it, it you know, he snapped back into it. And then the next thing, he's five minutes later, he's like, you know, you can't keep fighting. You can't keep stressing yourself out. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, this is how I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to keep fighting and I'm going to keep fighting till my last breath. Because for me, I care too much about people in general, not just Asians, but just people in general. And if people are getting hurt, like it's in my wheelhouse to just make sure that I keep fighting for them no matter what. Because I really do feel pain of other people. Absolutely. And that's why I get so emotional about these things. Absolutely. Um, and I, I feel like people don't really understand that because they do tell, ask me, why are you so emotional about but these why, things? Why wouldn't you be emotional? Just because you are Asian, black, orange, yellow, you're trans, you're non-binary, you're whatever. Why is it that we always have to look behind our back because you are different? What is different from... So if... What is the higher race? Is the higher race really the white race? Like, what, what are we supposed to do? Like... I feel like people, they do riots, people, they fucking, you know, they post things like, you know, we have like memorials for people that have died because of racism. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's people that rap about songs. Kendrick Lamar raps about it. Like everybody, like they say stuff, but like you said, it's not going to go away and it has to start small with everybody but no one's going to make a move because no one feels affected unless it's somebody that they love or it's someone it's you, you know? Um, so I'm going to tie into this. My mom and my sister are both mm-hmm. married to white men. And they both actually live in an area in San Diego where people think it's very racist. It's called Santee. And people also call it Clanty. So I was telling Stephen and his girlfriend this earlier. My mom's husband, my stepdad, he um, he plays for this band. Okay, he's an amazing guitarist. Uh you know, whatever, whatever. And my mom, you know, she's not she's not into like ACDC and stuff. She um, goes to the shows to support him because that's her man. And I remember one night, like I came home and my mom was like crying and she's like, oh my God, like someone like pushed me and like I fell and like, you know, my mom is this tiny, like 98 pound 5'4 lady in her 60s, okay? She's the sweetest woman that I know. And To think that someone pushed my mom, so my mom sat in someone's seat that wasn't hers, but at a bar, a seat doesn't belong to anybody. At a bar, a seat belongs to everybody. And I guess a guy that was like friends with my stepdad pushed my mom and said, hey, that's my wife's seat or something. And my mom fell and she wasn't able to tell my stepdad because he was performing. And she literally just sat in the car and waited for him to finish because that's what I'm saying. Like also in our culture, we don't fight back. It's not like in us to fight back because we're respectful. We're taught to be respectful. You don't fuck with people that are old when you're Asian. Like 
if you're Asian and you see an Asian person, you bow at them. You open the door for them. You, you know, you help them carry their fucking groceries and stuff. That's what we're taught and we're, you know, and I think that like people, maybe they attack these older people because they know they're not going to fucking fight back. Mm. Um, if they attacked someone younger, like for instance, me, if somebody now, if somebody said something racist to me before, I used to be like, oh, I'm so like calm, cool and collected. Now, because everything that's happened, I would fucking fight back. Don't. You shouldn't push people's buttons just because of the fucking way that they look, dude. Like, um, where is the love by fucking Black Eyed Peas and Justin Timberlake is super relevant today. Super, dude. Let me, let me like, let me, like, I guess this is going to be a step um, that I haven't taken to be public about this. So, like, you know, I work for, for a pretty big company and, you know, there's things that happen in these big companies where, you know, things get swept under the rug. But I will say, like, people make Asian jokes at me all the time. Mm. They call me Chinese. I'm mm-hmm. Korean. I'm South Korean. I'm, to be honest, I'm Korean American, right? Correct. I'm, I'm South Korean American. Um, my nationality, when I go on to any kind of government documents, I'm American. Okay. I don't even say that I'm Korean American. I'm, I'm just American. I'm from the USA. Um, they call me Chinese. They make fun of my language. They say that I speak Chinese. And I laugh because if I don't laugh, then I'm not a friend. Correct. And then I'm not part of the group. Correct. And it sucks because I have to just deal with it to get somewhere in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how it is. I feel like that's the same thing too with like, um, you know, like how they say like white men love Asian women, right? And it's true, right? Yeah, I also feel like <laughs> like like it's because they think uh, Asian women are going to take care of them and you know they're like oh she's going to be like a geisha and she's going to be very obedient and she's going to be like this this and this right do you agree right like um, I've had plenty of like military men because a lot of military men live in San Diego I've had uh. plenty of them like pre-COVID hit on me and be like oh do you know how to make noodles and oh would God. you take care of me like you look like a hot spicy little thing you oh. look so exotic like how do you think that feels like as a girl, instead of being hit on and saying, oh, you're pretty, I like your personality, like, oh, like, do you know how to make dumplings? Like, fuck, dude, like, yeah, I do know how to make that, but that's not <laughs> what I want to fucking hear, dude. Like, like, it's so crazy, like, being Asian is a lot of things. You're good at math, you uh, are respectful, you, like, the thing that you said earlier about your job, like, like, you won't get moved up because you are you. You are the hardest worker through in your group yeah. of you know co-workers dude yeah. like <laughs> we're expected to be a certain way and yeah. if we meet those expectations it's not that we're better it's just that's who we are like Correct. if you're good at math it's not because you are specifically good at math it's because all asians are good at math and that's what we're naturally done to do mm-hmm. so they don't look at us as hard workers or anything like that because asian people i and i will and this is not all asian people to be to be frank every individual let's let's be real here every asian person is different Yes. We have emo. We have tons of emo Asian friends. Fuck yeah. We have a gay Asian friends. We have gangster Asians. We have gangster Asians. We have wannabe gangster we Asians. We have whitewashed Asians. We're as diverse as any other ethnicity Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. But for some reason, if we meet like what we're supposed to be, then we're they don't treat us as different. Like If I'm a hard worker, it's not a hard worker. I'm an Asian. Like, I'm pretty sure this has happened to you. Like, at work, has anyone ever been like, Oh, honey, you do like that, honey? (laughs) 
like, so I, obviously, I work at a salon. I've worked at several salons in San Diego with a lot of white girls. And a lot of them have been like, oh, my God, Jackie, do you do like that, honey? And I'm like, at first, it's funny. But, like, when they keep saying it or they're like, oh, my God, are you eating fish for lunch? Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, bitch, you don't eat fish? You don't eat sushi? Like, why am I getting made fun of for the lunch that I bring? Like, you eat at fucking Panda Express, even though it's whitewashed Asian food, like, don't make fun of me, bro. Don't get me started about white people or any other ethnicity that eats Asian food and loves Asian food, but is fucking racist towards Asians. Yeah. Stop eating our food if you're racist against us. Stop fucking our woman if you are racist against us. Stop it. It's, it's, did you see that video that I posted on Instagram the other day? So it? this guy is LA like social media person, uh, Kevin eats or something like that. I'll, I'll fucking put it on, on blast. Um, sorry for my, my language. Um, but <laughs> he, he put, he, there was, he was talking about a bond me and he's like, my dong. Oh, I saw that. I saw you posted. I saw it was that. supposed to be it. my dong. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Vietnamese uh, sandwich or something. Um, sorry if I don't know if I don't, don't have this yeah. correctly. But uh, he says like my dong, as if in like my penis. Yes. And it, and then he, that didn't piss me off. Like I understand he's immature. He's a suck fucking dumbass. Mm. His apology pissed me off because I, if you heard his apology, he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I didn't mean to put a cultural race down. It's like okay, so what were you trying to do then? It's not. It's obviously trying to be funny by putting this ethnicity or this culture down. To be quite frank, I'm not okay with that. What What do you think that we could do, like, in San Diego? Like, what do you think, like, we could do? What is there something that we could do to fucking make people know? Like, what would be better than just posting on Instagram, bro? Like, it's it's talk with people. Talk. I think it's it's having it's not having social media conversations. I think it's talking with everyone and having these hard conversations that people don't want to talk about. And I don't think everyone needs to do this. And I don't think it needs to be geared on to specific forums. I think it needs to be more real. I think people need to be okay. I think Asian people specifically, I would love to ask them um, to just be, we have a lot of walls. We're not very good at showing emotions, of course, to be frank. Because that's how we were raised. Yeah. Don't our, show emotions because it's it, emotions because we're weak. Yeah. Our parents taught us that. Right. If yeah. you show emotions, you're weak. Absolutely. Um, But I'm. it's not. It's not. You're Showing emotions is not weak. It's actually very strong. To be confident in yourself, to be able to communicate it in a very direct way. Absolutely. I think it shows strength. I think it shows confidence in who you are. I think it shows confidence that you love being the culture that you are. I am Korean American. I love the Korean side of me and I love the American side of me. There is no disdain for either or. Um, And, you know, I'm willing to talk to my brother. I'm willing to talk to my father, who, by the way, disagree with a lot of the things that I do. Like what? Just like how open I am talking about how emotional I get about these things. Like they, they don't. They don't like that? They say that sometimes it's it's so hard to fight all the time. Oh, cause okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. And 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 I somewhat agree, but I feel like at this point, with the way things are going, and like their expectations of like it'll just go away. The thing is, like maybe the violence might go away, but the harsh reality is the racism will, will never stay be away. there. Yeah, and the, the thing is, if we don't start to talk about it and we don't start to change and make it 
less racism or, or or talk tell people that racism is wrong the next time we have a president like 45 mm-hmm. it's gonna happen all over again mm-hmm. it's not gonna change so th- these people just go into hiding and then they come back out it's a heavy topic it is um i i'm gonna throw this in here because this made me cry. Do you guys remember? Do you remember Ahmad Arbery last mm-hmm. year? So this guy named Ahmad, he went for a run, and there was a video. Like I don't even know why there is a video for this. Someone shot a video of this guy running, and there were two men on their uh, truck, and they shot Jesus him. Jesus fucking Christ! They shot him down, and it was just a normal guy with you know kids, a well-educated man, a black man, and he got shot. And I remember his family posted, please run for Ahmad, right? And, we you know, when all that was going down, that's when, like, you know, the lockdown was, like, super scary. And everyone's like, I'm not going to leave my house. I'm going to get sick, da 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 And when I heard that, imagine, dude, you are just going about your day. And because mm. the fucking way that you look, you lost your whole life because mm. of the fucking way that you look. That's fucking insane. A well, a, a good man, a, a good human just wanted to go for a run and someone took a video of it as if it was a cool thing and this shit happens all the time Mm. like everything that we were talking about earlier with you know the asian hate crimes with the old grandma fucking beating the shit out of that fucking (laughs) guy like who deserved it by the way like it's insane and it i think that was the one thing that super fucked me up last year i was like why was there even a video like why is that cool and why did those guys not go to jail like, yeah, that's the world we live in, you guys. And no one wants to talk about it like what you said earlier because everyone's afraid. Everyone's afraid of the truth, whether it be with themselves or the entire world. No yeah. one wants to hear about scary shit. You should fucking talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think it's they're not only afraid of the truth, but they're, they're afraid of themselves, to be honest. Like, they're afraid to show emotion because, like I said, they're, they're afraid of showing showing quote unquote weakness it's not weakness to be clear um but that's what we've been taught is showing emotion showing care showing compassion i mean when you show emotions that people are getting hurt that people like you are getting hurt that other people are getting hurt it's not weakness showing emotion about these things is showing compassion mm. let's be let's be real clear on that like i have huge amount of empathy and i have a huge amount of compassion Remember the time we went with, um, when we went to Japan uh-huh. and I fucking yelled at fucking our friend because I cared so much about him, but I fucking yelled at him because I was like, dude, like, I just want you to get into a good place. Like, it's like to see you like this, to see you so dependent, to mm. see you second guessing yourself. Yeah. Like, I just yelled at him on the, the fucking roof in Japan. So we were like really, 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 really drunk. And but here's the thing is like I really appreciate that you said that because that ties into what we just said earlier about how people are afraid of the truth and people are afraid to say the truth and you weren't and uh when you said that I was so drunk and I was sitting there and I was watching you say it and like you know what I'm gonna admit it my bless you Jax um I'm gonna admit it myself I was I, I was scared to say it to my friend because you know it is scary to tell the truth to people, you know, to tell them their truth and what's real and what's not, whatever. But he was he was spitting out, like, um, you know, what people need to hear. And people need to hear the truth. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people need to not not only the truth, but they just need to be open and be be confident in themselves and be truthful with each other. Yeah, yeah. I think like sometimes you should be you should be private about like certain things and if you're not comfortable about saying it then yeah then that's okay don't be comfortable and, and keep it within your circle or between you and maybe a counselor like i have a counselor so i keep it between uh, my counselor i was telling mommy earlier um steven's girlfriend by the way she's sitting behind us um i was telling her it would be cool if like it would be regular for people to gift therapy sessions. I yeah. think like that would, instead of getting a fucking Hallmark card that like sings a song, it'd be, here's a free hour. Cause even for me, you guys, like people always tell me their shit, but like I need a fucking therapist. I need someone to talk to. Like, especially now, like don't fucking hold back. Like how you feel. Like if you're feeling like shit, talk about it. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah. I love my There's counselor. There's nothing wrong. Um, if you guys need a good counselor, Chris Dooley in San Diego. He's fucking awesome. Just by the way, just just go Say to him. Say his name one more time. Chris Chris Dooley. Dooley? Yeah. He's, okay. he's awesome. I don't know if he wants me to market him, but I <laughs> uh, he's my counselor, but he's, he's awesome. He, he really is. He, he really affirms me. Like, counselors are there to listen to you. Mm. They're, not, they're not there to judge you or tell you what to do. They're there to listen to you and help you understand your own feelings. And, and affirm that what you're feeling is okay. It is valid. It is okay to feel this way. And then, you know, there if there is something unhealthy, mm. he doesn't tell you that it's unhealthy. He helps you realize if you believe it's unhealthy, then it's unhealthy. But if you don't believe it's unhealthy, then he doesn't have anything to say to it. Okay. So this is what counselors do. They, they're not there to fix you because there's nothing to fix. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's pretty hard. Okay. I... I'm going to ask you one last question, Mr. Steven. If there is one line or one thing that you could say to a fucking stranger that basically is a phrase that you live by or it would go on your fucking tombstone, what would it be? Don't be afraid to express yourself and be emotional and be be you, be real with other people around you because that's what attracts People like you, Jackie, that attracts what, you know, people this like... This going to make me cry. Uh-huh. My, my girlfriend, Mommy, like, this is what attracts, like, my dog, Guinness. Real recognize real. <laughs> it, really, it really does. And, and, and people will be better for it, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to end this episode. Check on your friends. Thank you for listening. Peace. It's for you, for rest, for rest,